Just after 4.30 on a beautiful Adelaide day, uh, we've hit the top route, right just over 33 degrees. We are live from Studio Lumo here at number one King William Street in the city. Looking forward to chatting to our next guest. He's an absolute ripper. He's a Hall of Famer, a Brownlow medalist, four-time club champion, Roach. Split them up between his two clubs. Oh, Melbourne and Sydney. How many with each one? Yeah. Can't remember. But I know one thing. If you would ask me, you've got a list of 10 people to put for dinner. He's on the list. You love him, don't I you? Do. He won three with Sydney, one with Melbourne, oh. leading goal kicker with Melbourne, but more importantly, maybe he's one of the most respected voices in Indeed. the AFL. And he's the co-host of Sports Day, which follows our show, Roach. Jared Healy, Happy New Year, Jared. Great to talk to you, Kimbo and uh, Roach. It's, it's been too long. It Thank has. You very kind <laughs> it has. Well, it's your first week back, so we appreciate you jumping on. Yep. Bloody hell, Jared! There's a lot to talk oh. about. Um, some real. There's a lot of news regarding your old club, Melbourne, but really sad news today with Angus Brayshaw. Yeah, that was a sad, that was a savage blow. Savage blow for footy, a because it just uh, continues to remind us of the scourge of concussion, and and a savage blow because he's such a terrific young mm. man who's uh, not far away from getting married to Danielle Frawley, who's a great friend mm. of our family, through my daughter. So I know them well, and uh, you know it's it's a real a real shame that uh, he's gone out in this fashion. Uh, but I think it's the right decision by him. He's got the medical advice, so you'd be foolish to ignore that. Yeah, and we heard from Doc Larkin a little earlier in the show. Rich, you were working the phones today in regards to the impact that has. You spoke about it earlier on the salary cap. He's got a five-year deal with Melbourne still. So the most critical part of this one, Jared, is it's up to the player and the club to negotiate a way out of this, some way of either a full payout, a negotiated payout, whether it turns into another role at the Melbourne Football Club where they pay him. Of What we know of Angus Brayshaw and Everything we do know is great young lad from a great family. Is this going to be yep. a difficult one for Melbourne? Is, is he got a player manager who's going to make this, we want the full five years, because it's not his fault that he's out of the game? How do you see this one playing out? Oh, I think that they'll work out a way where he's well and truly compensated. Mm. Um, I don't think they would have even considered just yet the impact on yep. the salary cap, but uh, that, that, will, that will come down the... And it's probably something that the game needs to address because, let's be fair, he won't be the last no. person to retire mm. early with a long contract through the concussion. And it and it does really, I guess, forewarn everybody about the length of these contracts. So, you know, we discussed mm-hmm. this last year at length because Kane is always uh, very anti uh, the, the length of these contracts. One of the major reasons for me that you should be concerned is concussion. Mm. I mean, you can... You don't end up losing your career these days with a knee injury like you did in the early 80s. But concussion is now the one thing that stands out that can kill a career well and truly before it should be over. Mm, indeed. There are a lot of headlines at Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Be it Clayton yeah, Oliver, Joel Smith, now Angus Brayshaw, which is the saddest one of all of them because that does end your career of a very, very good player and a good young man. But... I've looked at Melbourne of what they've done the past two years after the flag. Is this going to be remembered as the wasted opportunity at the D's? Well, I would have thought they'd played in a grand final over the last two years. Yes. Particularly they, when they were 10-0 uh, in the year after their, their flag. And then they just fell right away. Had the bust up in the restaurant, just uh, turned mm. ugly. And then mm. last year... 
that, that, num- numerically, when champion data will tell you they were playing as good a footy as anybody. Mm, yep. I think they were second for hard ball gets, first for loose ball gets. They do have always had this issue of uh, transitioning the ball up the half back line and turning mm. it into goals. But uh, and they had some injury problems late in the year when the petty injury was a concern. So last year, in some ways, might have been the one that uh, that got away. But mm. I mean, you've got to ask the question now, Clayton Oliver, question mark. Yep. I've lost Angus Brayshaw, so this all-powerful midfield that was uh, so dominant only a few years ago has now lost one, we know, and uh, who knows where Clayton Oliver uh, is going to be You know, this time uh, in 10 weeks' time. Let's hope he's at his best, mm. but there's some, too many clouds uh, at the present time for any mm. club exactly. uh, going into a pre-season. So they've got some major challenges. They, they will... You know, I take on board what Max Gorn said. Every club would probably uh, have their issues in this area, but 99% of the issues are out of season, not mm. in season, mm. which uh, the Joel Smith one was. And, and that, I think, was the, the biggest alarm out of that, yeah. Whole, yeah. that whole issue, which is still to play out. No, I've always been critical, a little bit critical, even though I'm a part of it, of the media, the way they can manufacture a story or a headline. But I think the question's fair regarding Melbourne now. Do they have a cultural problem? Well, I mean, I can only sort of... From the outside, you'd say... From the outside, you'd say yes. But I think this particular incident with Joel Smith is just so rare that... Mm. Um, I'd need more information to say they've got a cultural problem. Right. I, I just know too many of their, too many of those guys like Viney, who did a football, he did a Sharon, Max yeah. Dorn, Petrarca. I mean, there there may be one or two people, who or three or four maybe that uh, have lost their way. But I, they've got a problem. But whether or not it's systemic and cultural, I think is is pushing the boundaries too far. I mean, they just played. They play too good a footy for too long, but mm. you know, at the very pointy end of the season, they've got to ask themselves, are we actually paying the price? Mm. Let's move on to the positives. We love this game. We've been involved for a long time. We stay in the game good. because it's like watching a blockbuster movie without knowing the ending. And I have no idea how this year's going to end, but I'd like you to oh, look no, at you your Christmas. You've already declared Collingwood won't go back to No, back. they can't go back to back. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, they can't. You said it, Jared. Yeah. Like, I remember this time last year, my uh, co-commentator, the great Kane Corn, said everybody's playing for second. They didn't make the eight, and, and nobody had the Giants in their eight, no. and they uh, were probably the second best side in the competition last year, going down by a point in the prelim final. And that's why we love it. There'll be a slider that uh, is hard to see at the moment. Yep. I think most of us can see the Gold Coast improving, mm-hmm. but can they get up and play finals? is a challenge for yep. Damien Hardwick, but he's put that down as the as the bare minimum. He's, he doesn't see there's any conditions where uh, they won't play finals. Uh, Frio, I think, have got some... You know, Frio should rebound. They're not that. They're not a 15th side. I mean, that's just too low for where they're at, but uh, the coach will be under some serious heat if they're, if they're not looking very competitive next year. So Does he have a game plan like, that brings the best out of Fremantle, though? Ooh, I think that's Rich. the question. Thank you, Jared. That's the question, Roach. <laughs> I, Thank you. I, I think they need to embrace a little bit more speed of ball movement. They don't like hearing that. No. But they they also need to improve their contest because uh, last time I looked, they were 
I think 16th or 15th for hard ball gets and about the same for loose ball gets. Add them up and that's uh, 75% of the contested ball. Mm. So I like the move of Hayden Young into the middle of the ground the last mm. few weeks last year. It looks fantastic. Uh, Nat Five back into the middle. Yep. It's certainly going to improve their contest, isn't it? I mean, he was the best contest player of the game soon for 10 years, uh, a few years ago. So that, that makes him difficult to to, to lose, uh, sorry, to beat over there in the West. So yeah. I hope they get uh, going there. They're a pretty good talented side. They've got a great back line, reasonably good midfield, lost a couple of wingmen. Mm. And their forwards are young and emerging, a bit uh, mm. like a few other clubs. Agreed. Going to be very tough to make the top eight this year. Can't see them squeezing in. Now, I know you oh, don't yeah. like making outlandish predictions or predictions like at all. Like you do, Kim. Well, no, mine are calculated, Rooch. So no, very good record. Jared, very yesterday, good record. Jared, Kim has declared that North Melbourne will create three upsets this year by beating three of last year's top eight teams. Well, it's not that outlandish. I put three coffees on it, Roach, because you owe me 17. I've got a bit to play with. I think I'm getting these ones back. (laughs) I I don't mind his thinking. I like his thinking. Last year, year Hawthorne beat Collingwood and Brisbane. Mm -hmm. And uh, from what we saw yesterday, they've they've picked some really good kids. now, whether or not they, their back line is going to be able to yeah. stand the onslaught of goals is going to be the question because they're pretty skinny down there. But they're mm. going to get on a roll at some stage and they'll, they'll beat some sides and uh, that's what's exciting. I think yeah. the, the only thing that sort of stands out is that the West Coast, whilst they'll be no doubt more competitive, let's, uh, they, they do look as if they're a fair way off the rest. Jared, I know you love surfing. If you were to risk... Your favourite surfboard, on which side would win yeah. the flag? Which side would you be putting that on? Probably, I, I still can't go past Collingwood. Oh. I think that they're, I, I just think that their, what about their forward, forward movement is superb. Mm-hmm. What about their forward line? Oh, I missed that, sorry. Well, the forward line I haven't got a problem with. I, I think they're multi-functional, uh, they've got plenty of options up there. I know McStay's not going to be there, but he wasn't mm. a major factor last year. They're going to, I mean, basically, this game is a ground ball game. Well, we, we, we tend to sort of uh, glorify the big pack mark, but there's about eight of them per side per, per team, per team per game. So it's, it's not the big issue, but if you can get the ball onto the deck, they've got so many good young uh, crummers, Bobby Hills down there and the Dacos boys and uh, et cetera, et cetera. I, you know, I think they're going to be hard to beat again. I still think that uh, I still think that they go in as favourites. Who the second best side in the competition is? Now that's a challenge. I mean, the Giants were there last year, lost by a point. The Swans look like they're going to come again. Uh, there's a few sides that are very uh, Brisbane are clearly in the yeah. in the reckoning. But outside of that, I'm thinking, well, there's there's question marks on on everybody, and I think. Carlton's another one, obviously, but yes. a lot of people have them as a flag. But I'm not as convinced on on Carlton as to their, you know, whether or not they can make the jump to to win a flag. But uh, if they don't make the eight, you'd be surprised. But all of a sudden, a few injuries at the start of the season, it, it makes life a little bit more difficult. But but they look good, and if their two key forwards can have better Septembers, well, maybe that maybe it is their year. So, Jared, the Portress, as you called it, will it see a Port Adelaide yeah. side that becomes a definite top four and challenges rather than just contends? And Adelaide, what's your read on Adelaide 
after they've been building buildings strategically, are they at the point now where they are looking at playing finals again? Well, you could argue they should have played finals last yes. year and argue strongly. I know, uh, I know uh, Mark Rusciuto thinks that <laughs> uh, outside of a goal umpiring decision or two, mm. I think he's got a pretty strong case. But look, the question mark there is the defence. They've yes. got some issues down in defence. How they cover those will probably determine uh, how they feature, whether they feature in finals because they're, they're heading in the right direction. Really exciting group. Like their ground ball players. The mm. forward line looks potent. Midfield keeps building, got a few old stalwarts there. Jordan Dawson, you know, pinch from the Swans, and mm. they could definitely have him back. Um, he's just become a star. Like yes. where they're going, and I, I do like the. Uh, I mean, Port Adelaide. I've, I've really enjoyed uh, their last season, like everybody. But uh, Radagalia is the great unknown for me. I'm a, I'm a major Radagalia fan. There's people with big question marks on him that uh, he leaks this and he does that, but mm. I. I think if Kenny can get him, uh, you know, mentally in the right spot where he's focusing on the right things, he could be a fantastic uh, intercept or just man-on-man defender. I, I think it's a good pick-up. Yeah, Hope yeah. I'm right. Good read there, Jared. Very good read. Jared, one quickie because we go all around the nation. There are a lot of Bomber supporters out there that are frustrated. They're running out of patience. Will yeah. they play finals this year? Uh, it's the great unknown, a bit like the Bulldogs. They're two of the, uh, the big question marks. I, I suspect they probably are on the cusp in that sort of 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th. I mean, they are very, very hard to read, the Bombers. If the coach doesn't want to put a number on it, uh, then it's hard, to, hard for me. I mean, if you had to absolutely press, um, I, I reckon I'd have eight better candidates in front of them. Okay, yeah, okay. There'll be a lot of interest watching the Bombers play with Todd Goldstein there, Jade Gresham, Ben McKay and Xavier Dersma from Port Adelaide. Hey, Jared, we yeah. really appreciate your time. We look forward to your show at five o'clock tonight with Kano. Uh, any big superstars on the show apart from yourselves? I think we have Nathan Jones on tonight to uh, have a chat about Angus Brayshaw and uh, all matters culture, as you guys uh, described yes. it, uh, of the demons. Yeah, well, I'm sure the hard questions will be asked. Jared, really appreciate your time. We look forward to uh, maybe having a chat to you throughout the season. I think it's going to be a ripper. Uh, no doubt about that. It'll be a great season. Very even. And uh, it's always my pleasure. Thanks, boys. And Thanks, come Jared. back to the Portress, Jared. Oh, I'd love to get back to the Portress, but I don't travel anymore. I know the feeling. I know the feeling. Anyway, it'd be Eight, good to see oh, you here oh. again. Really appreciate well, your time. Well, the only time Jared. I travel now is when I get a uh, snowboard or a surfboard under my arm, which is more enjoyable. Can uh, we arrange that? We'll be back some stage. <laughs> right here. Good on you, Jared. He's an absolute uh, ripper. Uh, we're running out of time. I want to plug the Brecky boys, uh, Rooch, mm. Mike Bickley, and Jared Walsh. You can hear them between 6 and 8.30. Tuesday to Thursday, they get tomorrow off, which annoys the hell out of you, don't it? Doesn't it? You Not want really. one of those Not contracts? Really. Not really. All right, going to give you another text, Roach. <laughs>